scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama. It's showtime. Happy Friday, everyone. Made it through the week. Go ahead and check in on us, all of our social feeds, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, all of the other slew of apps, organizations, media content that is begging for your attention and your money. Today we're talking about uh, influencers, keyboard warriors, their opinions, and why it fucking matters. Or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. TLDR. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Everything's fake. Nothing's real. Um, so I grew up uh, like the advent of the internet, right? We had chat rooms was the first thing. I met my first girlfriend on internet chat room because I'm a fucking troll. And uh, there's a Yahoo music group chat room for rock music. Just weird... Uh, instance that it happened met like another i was i think it's 12 years old met another 12 year old randomly in this group and uh started talking and that was that was the days we had this old uh, video game called runescape and uh you know you had your little avatars running around this like fantasy role-playing world and all the time it was just like press one two three for gf and pay 500 gold pieces to be my online girlfriend <laughs> and uh it was wild but the amount of um like not necessarily hate speech but the drama that would transpire within chat rooms within forum message boards for world of warcraft and everything else um that was like the means by which people really communicated when they didn't have the opportunity to communicate elsewhere so for me school's out friends are doing whatever i got nothing to do i, I still crave that social interaction so i'm hopping up on a, a chat room and everyone has an opinion about whatever that chat room is about or if it's an open chat room you hop in and there's a discussion ongoing um just absolutely dogging some concept some product some person um 4chan back in the day was this like image board it's notorious now you got the uh anonymous with guy fox mask that was the mm -hmm. origin because you had this uh this board on um uh, 4chan which is like originally like a japanese message board that they converted over to uh, us and english and so one of the message boards was uh backslash b backslash was like that hyperlink and so they became known as b-tards because mm. they were just the most obnoxious ludicrous bunch of uh filth that you could find on the internet and uh because it was a random board literally anyone would post anything any opinion and then they'd go through and have a dozen to like 200 different replies on whatever this topic was. So that was one of my like favorite things back in the day, especially when it was any sort of religious topic. Uh, I found myself falling out of religion pretty readily at like 13, 14 years old when my internet connection got better and I had a laptop. And that was like my favorite thing was just troll people. Like the idea mm. of a troll, I don't know who coined it. I don't know how it started. That was definitely a part of it. Um, but it didn't matter, man. I was a 14-year-old kid talking to my ass, trying to beat down <laughs> these uh, these religious zealots online. And uh, that was kind of like 
the origin of all social media. Before you had MySpace, even, you had these message boards where people would just hawk out their opinions and defend them to the bitter fucking end with some rando in Nebraska. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or some Californian stoner. Like, these were things, those are conversations that took minutes or hours of your life that you'd follow for days to try to get your last piece in. Sounds dumb to me. It's so dumb, but it was it was like addictive. You know what I mean? It sees you make your post. Ten minutes later, you get a reply. Or a couple minutes later, you get a reply. Lose your shit. Send out your, your response. And it was just, it was a dumpster fire. Uh, mm. The perfect no, link. See, I'm older than you. Yeah. So, my generation is the only generation that started analog and now we're digital. So we experienced both. I had like AOL, you know. So, I mean, I was in there. It was definitely chat rooming, but uh, I didn't get into trolling. I was looking for chicks, you know. You were trolling. <laughs> yeah, something. I mean, there's a lot of bullshit on there and, uh, that shit was dangerous, you know? Um, I mean, just imagine fucking pedos and shit. It was huge. Uh, yeah. That 4chan place was notorious for pedophilic activity. And it was the same time you had, like, To Catch a Predator that came out. Yeah. Chris Hansen. Uh, um, Dee Snyder made a movie called Strangeland about this thing. And uh, it was really good, actually. Um it was all about, like, you know, young girls, like, 14, 15. And uh, he was pretending to be, like, a fucking snowboarding, like, 15, 16-year-old dude. And, uh, handle was Captain Howdy. And he's like, oh, you want to go to a party? And he, like, invited him to his house. And then he's, like, a fucking sadistic weirdo that, like, keeps them all tied up and pierces them. Yeah. Dark. He was like tattooed all down one side of his body. It was like body modif modification mm -hmm. era. And when people were like getting like huge earrings and yeah. God. And really, annoying. really good movie though. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen it, but that context that like. He literally said that he made it because of, you know, the online presence and that he thinks that people should know about what could happen. And I mean, that shit was happening. Like, yeah, I uh, I mean, okay, this is a little off topic. I, I watched a, a short video about an Orlando officer that uh, was given a case of a missing girl and started with very little information, but he wound up going to like a Dollar General where she knew she frequented, found a video of this guy coming up um, outside there. She wasn't hanging out with her friends, said she's going to stay the night at someone's house and blah, blah, blah. Winds up tracking down this kid, goes around all the hotels in the area. And uh, finds this kid. And mm. luckily this is before any sort of interchange had really happened from him. Um, but I think she was she was 13 or 14. And the uh, kid was obviously overage. But he's, he's like, how old are you? Guy's just like, quiet. How old are you? Quiet. He's like, don't make me say it one more fucking time. He's like, how old are you? He's like, oh, like 19 or 20 or 24. Maybe it might have been like 24 or something, right? 
but he's sitting there in his little fucking uh, basketball shorts on the couch, no shirt on, girls in the other room. I was like, dude, he got there just in time. Uh, but that's the the illusion, right? Like this 24-year-old man, right, could portray some character, flat-out lie, coerce, control, seduce, you know, a young girl. And uh, one of the primary methods was online you know what i mean hit someone on facebook instagram snapchat whatever it is uh everyone is is connected you know what i mean you are not immune to someone's influence and it whether it be a, a post on a message board that you frequent i mean this can go anywhere i mean whether it's uh a message board about like tech help which i frequent all the time you know what i mean there's people that have these wars flat out wars online about a certain topic and uh once companies realized that there was so much emotional investment and time being put into this that's when myspace happened that's when facebook happened a couple years later that's Mm. when you had myspace uh, was dope fucking plenty of fish you had uh was adult friend finder right you had all these uh companies that were popping up in order to grab your attention and like make you invested in whatever they were selling. And a lot of times they were selling you the same thing you already had. You were, yep. They were reselling you a relationship that you had with someone. You know Regurgitated I mean? bullshit. You could have just called your auntie, but you had to message her on Facebook. Yeah. You could have just sent pictures, right? But no, you had to send it through Facebook. And uh, right now, Instagram is just this monster and uh it's so weird that our online presence our public image is so far detracted from who we actually are like we've been groomed to market ourselves as an item worthy of social media you know adaptation and sponsorship versus just being a real person all right and all of our opinions on these platforms are carefully um, moderated and cultivated to sell, you know, this image. You know what I mean? It's it's weird. Like, we're living this doppelganger lifestyle. I, I've got a friend and uh, relationship is completely boinked, right? It's, it's borked <laughs> on public media. That's so great out here with my hubby and enjoying the, you know, sunlight and blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, are you, I thought you guys were not okay. No, we're not okay. Well, why are you posting? Like, cause I don't want anyone to ask about my business. I was like, well, I don't, I don't, I'm tired of guys hitting on me and blah, blah, blah. We just don't post. She's just in that sphere. She's, I don't know. Like she's not marketing or anything like that, but, um, she's Deleted. still, she's, well, she's, addicted to this you know what i mean she's addicted to the communication and the visibility and uh that's just something that she's decided she has to do uh to preserve herself so she's just straight up lying about how okay she is on social media because she doesn't want any one predatory in a social media sphere trying to interact with her you know for negative gratification you know what i mean Mm. so appearances it's all okie dokie Behind the scenes, it was not okie dokie, <laughs> and uh, like we we've just manifested these 
these false versions of ourselves. It's, uh, it's a lot different. Um, like when I was a kid, you had to actually go up and talk to people. You had you a know. reputation, right? <clears throat> yeah, I had a bad rep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you had to physically, if you want to talk to a girl, you had to go talk to her. You know, I mean, I was like 16 when AOL became like a big old thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I had been in the game for a while before that. So you go to the mall, see a chick, you know, you're going to be like, you're with your friend. She's with her friends. You're going to be like, yeah, always hype you up. Yeah. You're going to come on, man. You can do it, man. I mean, yeah. Then she's smiling at you and her friends are giggling and shit. You gotta like right. social cues that we have completely <clears throat> lost. Yeah, we have no conversation there, skills whatsoever. There was there was like a method, right? There was this unspoken exchange, or you this like, tension would, before would you try yeah. to be in the right place. You yeah. had to be like, Okay, I think she's going to that store, man. I'm gonna go in there and like you try to walk by and like bump into her. Oh, excuse me. Oh, hey, how you doing? And shit like that. Um I actually had a conversation with a young girl at the gym. She's like sixteen. I talk to her all the time. Uh, she asked me about like homework and history and shit like that. I'm I'm like the coach, so this isn't weird, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just some random Preface. girl. Like I, I I coach boxing and she comes there and I talk to all of them, you know, the, the boys do. But and she gets no special attention, everyone. <laughs> no, but I mean she's uh she's a Spanish girl, so I ask her about things, you know, that I don't know about Spanish things. Like green cards and shit. I thought a green card was like the thing. You know, I thought once you got the fucking green card, it was over. Yeah. No, I guess it's not. But you're not a citizen. You're just not, a, you know, you don't get deported. Yeah. So I'm like, really? You know, but that's a different thing. But uh, so I have to make them run and shit, you know. That's like what I do. So yeah. I'm like, you're going to run today, right? And she's like, oh, I'm running in my head. That cued something in my brain, like, pickup lines yeah like hey damn girl you must be tired you've been running through my head all day you know not her specifically but yeah yeah <laughs> just like that that saying so then i was asking her they still do pickup lines and she didn't even know what a fucking pickup line was i'm like you know they don't they don't try to like come up to you and you know, try to get your phone number and stuff and like you know make some kind of clever saying and she's like what I'm like, they just come up there and hand you your phone and go, yo. Or they're like, what's your snap? Or what What are they, right. what are the, what do boys say now to girls? And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, or are they online, you know? Or, yeah. or how does it work? You know, because like when I was, when I was young, you, you had to physically talk. So like I got my wife with my pickup line. Yeah, smooth operator. You know, and I'm like, you know, there's all kinds of them. I was, you never heard a pickup line? And she's like, well, maybe. And I'm like, well, the man made me think of it was, you said you're running in your head. Right? So I'm like, damn, girl, you must be tired because you've been running through my head all day. And she kind of giggled. And I'm like, see, it works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like the icebreaker. Right? Yeah, you don't have yeah. icebreakers. You just slide into DMs now. Right. So I'm like, you know, I'm come up to you and be like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? And she kind of blushed as much as a brown girl can blush, yeah. you know. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not hitting on you. I'm just having a conversation here, you know. I'm like old as fuck. But 
and I'm not a pedo. So, uh, you know, I was like, you know, there was one where like, you got a mirror in your pocket because I can see you in my pants or I can see myself in your pants. And uh, she's like, and I'm like, yeah, they got a little cringy, but you know. It, they worked, and she's yeah, like, you had, "You had to work through them, right? You had to like, you had to like have open something. up your book, check through, verify all of the, the signs." And I was like, "There's like, there's a lot work. of them." I was like, "So you got some girl and be like, you think I'm ugly? No, no, you're not ugly. You want to go out?" <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's like, "That one's pretty good." And uh, uh, she's like, "Well, what'd you say to your wife?" I was like, "Well, I pulled out like the friends, Joey. Like, how you doing? You know." Mm-hmm. And then she said, oh, I'm fine. I said, well, I know you're fine. I asked how you were doing. <laughs> and then she's like, Ugh. and then they, the right. rest is history. But, yeah, you know, that that is gone. They don't do that. They just slide into DMs and, you know, they, they try to be, like, in the DM, but it's not on in person. Like, oh, you're so beautiful. And then, like, the girl's like, what the fucking weirdo? Yeah, so you're removed from that whole anxiety of the social aspect, right? That shit sucks. You, you get the butterflies. So hard. You get fucking sweating. You're like, oh, God. So I, fucking I hard. This girl. Does my breath beat. Uh, yeah. You know, right in between <laughs> classes, I got to catch her before she gets biology. I'm going to study her biology. Fuck. You got to uh, check. You know, like, and then when she says something slick, you get like not get a boner. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> so, like, that's the... Um, that's a romantic side, but also like people start beef online with no repercussion. You know what I mean? Like the biggest, the biggest threat, like, Oh, I traced your IP address. Are you at blah, blah, blah address? And you just like exit conversation. Oh, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> I don't care. I've done that. And, uh, like I will fucking get on a plane like Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you get all, you these... are the ones who are the ball liquor. <laughs> <laughs> you get these internet tough guys. You know what I mean? I call them keyboard cowards. Yeah. It's it's dismal, but we've lost that physical interaction, and uh, we're so disillusioned. You know, you know how so and so is going for the most part um, with any given person, right? You have conversations. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm tired today. I was up all night. Blah blah blah. Kid sick. Yada yada. Um, girl left me. Whatever it is, right? There's you learn so much, and like the the weight of that knowledge uh, is vastly different from what you get online, right? Everything is topical online. It's superficial. You have no investment. You can slide into a thousand DMs in a night, right? On a drunken bender through Tinder, you know, thumb sore from swiping right. And then uh, we're just like flipping through en masse, waiting for best responses. And uh, there's no investment. Like everyone is just a shell of who they are. And companies have monopolized that. Um, so going through like, there's a video the other day. Uh, fucking, of, of course I clicked on because it really made made me think. This is market research, by the way. Uh, but they were measuring women's asses on a mm. beach, and it was I don't know if it was like a reel or a short or whatever it was. Guys running around, with tape measure. They were trying to find the juiciest peach on the beach. A uh, hundred mm-hmm. bucks to whoever's got the fattest ass. And all those girls like, oh, okay. And their bikinis and stuff. And they run around. And at least he was respectful, right? He asked them to hold the initial tape and then walk it around, didn't touch the booty, and then had them, you know, hold it back in. So minor props to respect for that. But at the end of the day, you're still measuring an ass for, you know, a hundred bucks to your Instagram. And uh, 
I like 39 inches, 40 inches, 41 inches, damn girl, you know, the whole slew of rhetoric. And then they'd immediately proceed to shadow their Instagram tag. So, okay, mm. these girls, every single one of them had an Instagram, obviously. There wasn't oh, a single yeah. one of them that were like, oh, I don't have an Instagram. I'm not a part of that. Like, What's your IG? Yeah. What's, what's your what's your tag? What's your handle? Uh, but they just reduced themselves in this physical interaction to their <laughs> social media image. You know what I mean? Like, this wasn't just a normal, like, anyone uh, back in the day, right? fucking when you're you know 20 years old if you go around to the beach and ask to measure a girl's ass you're getting you're fuck you're getting knocked out by the boyfriend 0.5 seconds later right that's just an unacceptable uh way to approach conversation i actually uh, went to the beach one time with all my friends before the wife and i was not a nice person at the time and i was uh kind of a drunk (laughs) so uh john actually from work is yeah. one of my best friends and uh he was like a pretty boy kind of kid but he could fight a lot you know so uh, we like find some chick and start like a football game with their boyfriend yeah and then i would truck boyfriend <laughs> and then be like won't you drop the zero and come with a hero yeah i know <laughs> also cringy yeah but, but I mean, that's part of your journey, right? Better man now. Hopefully. Learn from it. You can look back and, and laugh and uh, in distaste at your previous self instead of pride. Oh, yeah. You know, you're not reflecting with like, oh, bro, yeah, dude, I used to like smash these guys right for the girlfriends. Like this is like uh, an uh, introspective thing. You've, you've had your journey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the gym, like there's this one kid that likes the girl that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And then so they come up to me grown-ass fucking 40-year-old man. They're like, oh, man, you think you could hook me up with that girl? And I'm like, man, I don't know that chick like that, dude. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but you talk to her. I'm like, about the world. I'm, I'm the coach. <laughs> I talk to everyone. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you, too. And then they're like, oh, man. I was like, dude, listen, when when I was young, you had to be a man and go talk to the girl. If you got to drop down, then you got to drop down. This is the way it was, you know? So she jumps in on the drill that we're doing, the footwork drill. Right. And uh, he's, like, making fun of her. Wrong. And I'm like, I slide over to the side, and I'm looking right here by his ear, kind of like, dude, that doesn't work. <laughs> We're not in fucking first grade. That happens in first yeah, grade. Yeah, you pull piggy tails in, in like, elementary yeah. school. Yeah, that's, in, that's first grade stuff, man. You got to compliment her, bro. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you're doing really good. How long you been doing it, you know? And then he started doing that, and now they talk all the time. I'm like, see, man, I got a game, baby. <laughs> you know, like, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was notorious. Confidence uh, is key. Yeah, I was notorious back in the day. I was always the alpha male of my little like cringe groups, and uh, you were the alpha male. You? Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> but like I was, I was able to converse. I was able to talk. You yeah, know, yeah, conversation. Witty, uh, silver tongue. You know, didn't look as uh, decrepit and old and bearded as I am now. Um, <laughs> I was I was kind of cute, and uh, <laughs> so I so I had a retinue. I remember at one point I had like five girls following me home from school, and we'd crash at uh, my place for like an hour or two on the way home. I'd walk them home like a gentleman from school, and like take their panties hands. off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that? Rihanna, won't you take your panties off? I love that song. <laughs> That's got to be my ringtone from uh, yeah. "This Is the End." And Craig Robinson. I ain't got no panties on. 
uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was a good time. It, it was very, I bet it was. It was it was gratifying. <laughs> but uh, you know, around so you, that time, were your friends like Dave? You think you hooked me up with one of your chicks? <laughs> no, dude, I had a uh, fucking embarrassing. But I had I had a time where like I had these like so it it went from five to seven, and like they were all trying to like rip my pants off. Literally, I'm like holding on my pants and my belt with my fucking life because I was still like young and I wasn't. Wasn't, wasn't well a versed. womanizer at that point, you know what I mean? Like, wasn't well versed in the game. Yeah, so I was like, Dude, I don't know what happens afterwards. Like, this, this wasn't wasn't going to turn into like a, apparently they did. This wasn't going to turn into like a Pornhub intro, <laughs> like seven girls <laughs> one guy. But I was like, Dude, I don't know what the next step is. So it's, it, we're not getting there. And uh, dude, literally tugging with my whole fucking life to keep my belt Please and pants on. No. Give me the knob, <laughs> you fucking slut. Uh. But that was like again uh, an interaction I had like in person, obviously, um, and I have to like socially navigate this because like several of the girls had crushes on me and like just had to go through that whole gamut because we're all in physical interaction like on on the daily, and then they're always asking me like, oh, so and so said you talked last night over the phone or whatever, and a whole bunch of drama, um, but we've like i said we're reducing ourselves to not people not these interpersonal relationships in person it's all just rhetoric and like fabricated messages you know what i mean like i'm i'm pretty eloquent i can speak well when i get on a text message or any sort of communication where i can like think about what i'm about to say it's over and uh so i had that opportunity that capability around this time that's when social media and like facebook really start become a thing um but with these like instagram influencers and everything else uh they i i don't know what their real life is you can't tell who someone is anymore based on what's being sold to you you know what i mean on that note make sure you follow us on all the social yeah, yeah. media <laughs> yeah follow us uh our, our total hypocrisy that's we'll talking about it. <laughs> so let's go through some of the <laughs> highest paid instagram influencers because some of these statistics oh, blew my fucking, fucking mind ridiculous. cristiano ronaldo i have no idea who that is neither do i <laughs> 2.4 million dollars per post oh with 440 God. million followers kylie jenner $1.8 million per post, $338 million followers. Uh, Lionel Messi, $1.7 million with 327 followers. Selena Gomez, she's adorable, $1.8 million per, er, I mean, $1.73 million per post, 320 million followers. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, $1.7 million per post, 3.5 million followers. Uh, and Kim K, I don't know why she's still relevant. But 1.7 million proposed with 311 million followers. It's because she was the one with the fucking 41 inch ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, yeah, she got a lot of junk in the trunk. But uh, that's in. We're life over here changing. with zero money. Yeah, zero with money. Four followers. Zero dollars per post, four <laughs> followers. And this is a life changing amount of money. People are like, are, they already have money, right? These are sports, you know, athletes. These are. Uh, no, multi-million dollar like oh, I think rock is about like a billion dollar in value uh movie star was one of the highest paid actors last year or something like that um kim k all of the kardashians it's disgusting but uh that's neither here nor there um they control 
so much uh, of your time and that's like verified because of the amount of money they make like companies are investing in this image of a person and this isn't like investing in the qualities of a person right it's not like oh he's a really good worker he's really intelligent no this is just a face they are a product they are a a husk um you know i i would like to say good things about Dwayne johnson you look behind the scenes some of his posts like he seems to be a really good family man he seems to be pretty good you know obviously has an ego because he's Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson. Like he started out in wrestling with this fabricated image and he just maintained that through acting and where he is now. But uh, this life-changing amounts of money for just someone's opinion. Hey, I look really cute today. Thanks, blah, 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 bronzer or lotion. Yeah, woke up like this. Thanks, blah, 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 hair product. Boom millions of dollars for literally seconds of your time in a selfie yep no time in history has this been possible um you know like back in the day you get a photo of a celebrity and like paparazzi and like that that photo would sell yeah and now you don't need paparazzi because the celebrities sell themselves <laughs> it's death yep. deaths to paparazzi not that they're any great uh, aspect of society pretty much all fucking trash but um we are our own corporations our own companies businesses and most of us don't have anything worth a damn to say no we do i think me and you yeah we're we're, we try to um content producers that produce something like Real content. Yeah, real content. And, you know, it's not a product, but uh, it's it's an idea. It's a dialogue. It's a conversation. It's something that we intend for you to take into account with your day-to-day thought process. We're trying to shift minds, shift lifestyles, um, shift your personality, become a better you, you know. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're not trying to... Except for affiliate links. Yeah. We're not trying to gear you towards... Uh, a, a particular like ideology we're trying to expand your mindscape and be open to different um concepts and uh yeah so i guess at the end of the day we're not our affiliate products right they're people that help us out help spread the message right because the core content that we provide is something that we're hoping is is helpful to you genuinely you know the the lack of uh, conversation you know the art of conversation as ashley likes to say uh, it's gone the way of the dinosaur. <laughs> I, love, yeah. I love that uh, idiom. And uh, we want to bring that back. We want to make a shift. Uh, we don't want soulless Instagram husks. We don't care for it. Don't endorse it. Um, if we're going to get anywhere, it's it's going to be with help from you guys and uh, help from our sponsors, whether it be you know Bulletproof Coffee or uh, these... Uh, Pig, what, pig hog cables? Pig hog cables. Yeah, pig hog and, cables. Uh, um, it's us out. We, or at least, I do most of that. You know, I do most of the affiliate stuff. So I don't use, I don't put things on my affiliate stuff that I don't actually use. So I use Audible. I damn sure use these fucking cables because <laughs> they're awesome. And uh, I drink the coffee. You know, and I don't even like coffee, but 
I drink it because it works. And uh, Dave likes coffee, and he seems to like it a lot too. So, um, but we don't. I don't. I'm not going to sell you a microphone that I don't actually fucking use. You know, um, even though I could say I use it and and probably get a bunch of money for it, but I don't use it. I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to tell you that I do. Um, we use a certain type of mic just because they look cool mostly. Uh, they work all right. They're not, uh, they're not, uh, like sure mics like you see everybody using their old school, their pile, yep. um, mics, and they look like the, the Uno. I forget what it's called. They look like the Elvis mic. Yeah, Elvis mics. Um, but they work, they work great, you know, and they look good. Makes me think I'm gonna fucking ring announcer or something in this corner you know but uh with that i mean we don't try to be like oh yeah this company's gonna give us a bunch of money so yeah we use this it kind of reminds me of like forrest gump yeah when he i'd like you slot gives my own paddle <laughs> well you know maybe you just hold it for a while before they're giving us a million dollars <laughs> all i had to say is that i like playing pong with my Fixo light ping pong pow. <laughs> we don't do that. You know, if I don't use it, I don't want it. So I'm always open to trying new things. If I like it, I like it. But um that's just Yeah, you know. for for so much of us, um the social media sphere is like a means to an end, right? Everyone has this dream of becoming an influencer or having this residual income that comes from Oh, just your your vivacious personality and your you know humor and wit that you post about uh, throughout the day, and uh, you know that's all well and good, except who are you as a person, right? Does this translate to the people you deal with, you know, on a daily basis? Do they value you the same way that these companies might value you? They're probably not willing to invest millions of dollars into you. No, but uh, that's those are the real people you are touching that you're going to have relationships with. We don't touch with. people physically. <laughs> yeah, these are, these are the people not, not weird. <laughs> that you're going to be remembering. They're going to be, you know, remembering you fondly for who you were. Uh, so if you have a presence, right, try to curtail that towards something, you know, in like, inexplicably good you know what i mean extract yourself from the grind and the game to try to become an influencer uh whatever your opinions are whatever your personality is make sure that you're producing something worthwhile for people you know it's cool like there's a lot of people i would look up to love to hang out with based off of their uh presence online but a lot of those people are fake as fuck online (sighs) You know, the sad truth is a lot of them probably are. And uh, we don't need to live a lie. We, we've we got so much going on at any given time. I think that we steal from our original, you know, selves and our uh, the, the value and uh, legitimacy of our relationships in order to regurgitate this online repackaged repurposed for you know our own means and uh it's sad you know i i couldn't imagine you know having 
300 million followers on any sort of program. I couldn't imagine the sort of stress that that would put me under. I couldn't imagine the fucking money either. But mm, uh, yeah. at the end of the day, like at that level, you are just a tool, you know, that corporations are using. And your followers are just tools. They're just numbers. They're just data. Right. We need to pull back and uh, reevaluate ourselves in the bigger picture and what's meaningful because a lot of social exchanges online are not meaningful. I don't care about your internet tough guy persona. I don't care about your opinions uh, regarding XYZ person or product or idea, right? That's that avenue of dialogue is not conducive when you were originally and like initially starting out in an aggressive manner, right? That's like the troll mentality. It's great to have discussions. A lot is learned from that. That's our whole idea, our whole shtick. But when you come out of the gate, either trying to offend or instigate or sell or coerce to some idea or product, you got to look in the mirror and realize that you're, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was younger, we didn't have any of this crap, so it was like word of mouth, you know? So, like, somebody's running their mouth about you or trolling or whatever, like, oh, I fucking hate that guy or whatever, then your friend hears it, and then he comes back to you, hey, man, dude, is talking shit. Well, then you roll up to the dude and, like, fuck, man. It's person to person, face to face. Now you either like conversate about it and figure it out or you beat their ass or they beat your ass and have a fight and then it's usually over. Yeah. Now this shit can just go on for eons, you know. Um I'm I'm guilty of getting in discussions on Facebook. You know, arguments. But like I mean there's trolls that now I just don't read shit. Like whatever. Yeah, cares? the easiest way to win is to not play. Just like fuck you, guy. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. You know, you can't do anything to me physically or mentally. So, no. But even still, at that point, right when it's in this aggressive mindset, doesn't matter what you say, they're not receptive to it. No, it's just it's shit. It's shit. Yeah. Just diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no one wins. No one walks out of that a better person. No one says, "Oh, thanks for changing my mind." You've never heard that on the internet. No. Not one time. You know what I mean? Um, the, like, the Tinder fucking disease where people just put catchy taglines, a bunch of fake-ass pictures. You know, you got girls out here renting private planes just to take a picture <laughs> in it and, you know, flaunt about their fake wealth and oh, yeah. photoshopped fit pictures in Fiji and shit like that. Yeah. These people are not living good lives. You know, they, we are all struggling. And uh, it's like the greatest lie ever sold. So you lose so much compassion uh, from these normal interpersonal relationships that you would normally have because a lot of people are willingly reducing themselves um, yeah. to just a picture on the internet. I and, mean, and then you're buying tagline. it. You're buying it. Yeah. You know, whether you're buying it mentally or with money. You know, every you're, time you're on Tinder trolling, every time that you're scrolling through Instagram, you know, like and double clicking those asses. Like. The more comments, you know, you get in an argument on somebody's fucking stupid post, and they make money off of that. And you're over here arguing with some other idiot that's on there 
the person that posted originally didn't say shit. They're just letting you ride on their shit, and the more comments they get, the more money they make. Yep. Please comment, like, and subscribe this video. You hear it all the time. The yeah. more comments in that section, the more that helps the algorithm, because that's all we're reduced to. It's just algorithms. a data point. Yeah, we're just algorithms. Um, and uh, Algorism. <laughs> <laughs> no, just pull back. Live in the real. Live in the now. You know, recognize. You know, in like the 70s, which I wasn't alive then, but they had like in your houses. They had the conversation areas. It was like drop down. It was like a couch in a square in that the middle show. of your yeah, in the middle of your room. Like in your living room, you had like a square couch and a table, <laughs> and there was like ashtrays and coasters and shit because people would sit in there and they'd have conversations for fucking hours. Um, makes me think of you know who Sebastian Maniscalco is. No idea. He's a comedian. He's like a Sicilian guy. He's probably 50s, I think. But he talks about, because he was brought up in like old world parents, you know, from Sicily. So yeah. they're like, they lived in poverty and they came over here and they worked and the whole American dream scenario. Yep. And, know uh, about that. He talks about the doorbell. Right? He has this whole skit on the doorbell. It's hilarious. So he's like, you know, back when I was a kid, he's got a real heavy accent. So he's like, uh, when I was a kid, the doorbell rings. It was like a monumental moment, you know. It's like everybody jumped up. Everybody goes to the door and open the door. What are you doing here? I was in the neighborhood, <laughs> you know. And uh, like the kids, and he's like, come on in. We're going to have some cake. <laughs> you know, and he's like, your mom, your mother, she bought an Entenmann's. Yeah. And she's like, this is for company. Don't touch this fucking cake. <laughs> you know? There's muffins over here. This is for you people. <laughs> and he's like, you invite you in. We're going to have some cake, you know, and you you want some Sanka? You remember Sanka? The yeah. fucking instant coffee that yeah. was in a little orange can. She had an orange tin. She was proud of it. She set it down. Have some Sanka. <laughs> you know, this whole thing, you know, you talk for hours and they go to leave. And you're like, oh, you sure you got to go? And he's like, you had a house phone. The house phone rings. Your father stands up and says, nobody touches that fucking phone. We got company. <laughs> it's so funny. And he does it way better than me, obviously. Well, you know, that's his job. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he does all the mannerisms. And he's, well, his hands and his face are fucking funny as fuck. But uh, end result was like, you know, they leave and they're like, oh, next time we'll come to you. Well, my door's always open, <laughs> you know. Now the doorbell rings. <laughs> that was the catchphrase. Yeah. The, the catch is like, now the doorbell rings. Everybody jumps on the ground like, you invite somebody over here? Yeah. <laughs> Did you invite somebody over? Ma, get on the ground. <laughs> like, you're like, you know, like, ar Ma, army crawl. Get yeah. to somebody, get the sword under the couch in the living room. There's a sword. Get the sword. You know, it's just way fucking different. Yeah. You got a call from the driveway like, yo, I'm in the driveway. Is it cool to approach? <laughs> so, yeah, so, fuck, well, we just had a, a kid shot because he pulled in the wrong fucking driveway, knocked on the wrong door. Yeah. Uh, Two, two girls shot because they pulled up in the wrong driveway. I mean, it's the community, the, the neighborly, you know, uh, and dude, I'm mantra. Guilty. I'm guilty of this. 
Like when my door, when somebody knocks on my door, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, for sure. If it ain't Amazon, go away. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who in the fuck? It, the, yeah, the door better be vacant by the time I go answer it. You know, I mean, I got like no trespassing signs and shit, but I mean, I'm like, who the fuck is this? I didn't even call nobody, you know? Uh, so, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, but it is what it is. Usually it's just my neighbor wanting to borrow a tool or something, but you know, every once in a while. I mean, literally there were some like kids like eyeballing my son's bike and my daughter caught him and they're like, oh, we're going to ask if we could borrow that bike. And I went and found him. I'm like, dude, listen, let me break it down for you. Please just listen. Okay. Now we don't know you, (laughs) you know, there's fucking signs all over the place and we don't know you. So we're not going to let you borrow our bike. Who does that? You know, and like from where, from where we stand, you got the older kid standing out there in the fucking road. Yeah. Sending the younger kid up there, eyeballing the bike. Yeah. I'm not going to let you borrow my bike and never get it back. You know, you don't know my son. You're not friends with him. I wouldn't let you borrow it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but don't come up with people. not very neighborly of you, Ashley. He's, I've never seen the kid before. He's not my fucking neighbor. And then he's yeah. trying to tell me that his bike is broken and he's trying to borrow the other bike to get home. Well, when I found him, they're riding all around the neighborhood. I'm like, it looks like you're looking to steal something. Yeah. Don't come in this neighborhood and do this. Please, kid, you're going to get shot. I'm warning you. It might not be me, but somebody's going to fucking cap mm-hmm. your ass for trying to steal their fucking bicycle. Yeah. Don't That's do sad. it. Think before you act. So, yeah, long story short, get grounded, right? Come come back to reality. You're not who your social media presence is. You know, the 95% or higher of people that go out uh, attempting to exploit this social media wave that we're uh, experiencing, try to catch a ride, it's not going to work, man. I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but uh, just cherish what you have, right? Don't be forever seeking this you know, unicorn of residual income via social media. No one cares about your Photoshop pictures going to Greenland and hiking a mountain or fucking. No one cares about your 42-inch ass. If they do, they are not cherishing you as a person. They are just cherishing this, you know, 19 big uh, fake ass yeah uh, 1920 by 1080p image of flesh right just reducing you down to a, a quick fap like there's there's so much more to us as people and what we can offer and uh it's not an image uh plastered online it's not an opinion messaged in some random ass uh forum you're not out there making progress. You're not helping your people. You're not helping your neighbor. You're not progressing yourself as a, an individual, right? Uh, at the end of the day, monetary value is not the statistic by which we should be measuring ourselves. And uh, it should be within you know the memories and respect and reputation that we cultivate uh, through actual physical interpersonal relationships, you know? So you're not going to be remembered on your tombstone by 440 million followers on Instagram from 2018 <laughs> to 2025. Fucking, yeah, you got 20,000 likes on one post. You know, there's a, a cartoon some guy made. I have to send it to you, but um, 
I know which one you're talking yeah, about. With, with the, the sad face. The sad face, and then she puts on the filter, and she's all happy and beautiful, but she's really ugly as fuck. Um, yeah, it's that kind of shit, man. I mean, I'm the same person online that I am on here and at work. <laughs> you know, I I've, haven't changed in 20 years. You know, I still wear the same clothes, same style of clothes that I had in high school. Still wear the same style of clothes I had in high school. And uh, personality changes a little bit, but for the most part, it's the same. You know, so you don't have to, like, change who you are for somebody else. You know, you do it for yourself. Like, I did this for me. I changed this all the way I think and a lot of things, and I did it for myself. You know, not for me or not not for my family, even just for me, because I didn't like who I was. Yeah, be true to yourself and good things will follow. Don't go chasing them, right, with a, a fake persona. Don't go chasing butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> Please stick to the rivers, rivers and streams that you used to. Yeah. I mean, you know, never change, man. Just be who you are. Be you. Nobody else can be you but you. Um. The only one that can defeat you is you. I tell my son that in boxing, you know, like if you lose, it's because you were battling yourself. If you and you and yourself are on the same playing field, then you will never lose. Really, you might lose the fight, but you didn't lose the war. You didn't quit. No, quitting is the main part. But yeah, man, just uh. Keep it real. Keep it real. Welcome to the desert of the real. On that note, cue the music. Drama, drama, drama.